When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends. Welcome to Football Friday in Columbus, Ohio. It is the day before the game. All of us are 20 pounds heavier after eating Thanksgiving feasts. And now we are ready to feast Not on me. these. I'm, I'm stuck in my stomach yet. <laughs> and now we are ready to feast on these bold predictions, these score predictions, the most accurate and most well-presented predictions on earth yeah. when it comes to Ohio State and Michigan. That's pretty bold right there. When it comes to Ohio State and Michigan at LettermanRow.com, we are the best Letterman Row predictions you will find for this game, I promise. That's Matt Parker. That's Andy Backstrom. That's the 40-year vet Tim May. I'm Spencer Holbrook. No more wasting time, fellas. Matt, uh, bold prediction for Ohio State, Michigan. Noon, Saturday, Horseshoe, uh, Fox. Blake Corum, Michigan running back will be held to 100 yards or less by this Ohio State defense. We saw Blake Corum get banged up against Illinois last week in that excuse of a football game uh, that they played in Ann Arbor at noon. Hmm. Um, Ohio State's defense, fellas, tell me if I'm wrong, is better than Illinois' defense. Hmm. Anyone? Anyone? I don't know. That, that the Illinois defense stats, is good. Hey, Anyone? Andy, down there, you're off the quiet. You might disagree with me. Um, they were they were really good that day. Yeah. The point is, Ohio State's front seven is going to be <laughs> arguably the best front seven that this Michigan offensive line has had to prepare for. We'll have to try and block um, Ohio State's defensive tackles, Teron Vincent, Michael Hall Jr. You, the, the rotation goes very deep, but also these defensive ends are very, very effective, not only in setting the edge to keep things inside, but also if things do get outside, they're there to make the play. They're there to stop it. We see Zach Harrison, one of Ohio State's probably best run stoppers as a defensive end. So I'm going to go with, uh, and that's not even to mention these linebackers, Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers. So Ohio State bottles up Blake Corn for 100 yards or less. Tim? I'm just sitting here stunned. Uh, by the way, you're right about Zach Harrison playing the edge. I think he's really good against the run in center. That could be a big, big component of Saturday's game. I'm going to go back to the well, but a shallower well. I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud throwing for a minimum 300 yards against this defense. If they, if in fact they get it rocking and rolling, I expect Ohio State to have a, from a weather standpoint, uh, the weather looks favorable, not ideal, but favorable for Ohio State to be able to crank up its passing game uh, on Saturday. I look for C.J. Stroud. I picked him to go over 400 or more last week, failed. Uh, I'm picking him to go for 300 or more. I'm tampering it tamping it down a little bit, 300 more passing yards in his last real, real shot at impressing Heisman Trophy voters. I want the record to show that we are now batting greater than 500 on Tim picking C.J. Stroud in a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. More times than not this season. I speech you to it, so. More times than not this season, Tim has picked a C.J. Stroud bold prediction. I, I just like want... the man. I think he's one of the best throwing quarterbacks I've ever seen. Andy, bold prediction. I'm going to say that C.J. Stroud not only throws the ball well, but spreads it around. So I'm saying three different receivers have five or more catches wow. against Michigan. I'll even name them. Marvin Harrison Jr., 
Mecca Buka, and then also Kate Stover, counts the receiver, tight end, but still in that category. I think he'll have five catches plus as well. I just think that, you know, we've put so much emphasis on can Ohio State run the ball. I think that'll be important. I think, you know, whether it's Dallin Hayden or, or Maya Williams or whoever running the ball, I think that's going to be an important part of the game. But ultimately, whether or not Ohio State can win the game, I think it's going to depend on if this passing offense can be what it's been all year. I think that's a good pick. I think all three of you have good picks. Thank uh, you. I think J.J. McCarthy is going to throw two interceptions in this game. Uh, he has been inaccurate this season. Uh, he has been a little sporadic. Uh, the deep ball is a concern uh, for this Ohio State defense. Luckily for them, the Michigan offense hasn't been able to complete very many of them. I think Michigan's going to need to throw the ball in this game to win. I think J.J. McCarthy uh, hasn't seen the best of the Ohio State defense yet. Jim Knowles hasn't rolled out that full complement of weapons and, and schemes and packages that he has in store for Michigan. And I think it's going to confuse him. You know, Caleb Williams had a couple interceptions last year. Really talented, accurate passer. But this Jim Knowles defense really confused him a year ago in, in Bedlam. I think you're going to see something similar in this game. Uh, you know, a mobile quarterback who can get out of the pocket and make throws still struggled against the Jim Knowles defense. I think that blueprint is there for J.J. McCarthy to stumble a couple times. I think he's going to have two interceptions. I think Ohio State's going to make him pay for a couple bad decisions. Wow. Okay. Bold. Offensive player of the game. For, for a game like this, with everything that's on the line and everything that this game means, you know, two versus three, so on and so forth, all, all of the narratives, um, it has to be C.J. Stroud. That's just the, the burden and the blessing of being Ohio State's quarterback, being 11-0, going up against your arch rival with a spot for conference championship and national championship uh, implications. Um, it, it has to be C.J. Stroud for those reasons, you know. Andy, you make a great point about uh, he's gonna, you know, distribute the ball well. And Tim, you got the numbers in there as well. But and, uh, and all of those things are important and very well. But it, it's the leadership quality that C.J. Stroud brings to this team. You know, this team rallies around him. This offense rallies around him. This team goes as C.J. Stroud goes. And I think uh, you're gonna see this team go on Saturday. And it's gonna be with the leadership from C.J. Stroud. So that's my offensive MVP. No. Tim, sorry. Can't read my, can't read my, no, you can't read my poker face. It's CJ Stroud, right? He's going to distribute like a dealer. Uh, what? In, I'm torn. What in the world? Because <laughs> I want to pick Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to have a hell of a day. But I want to tell you, I keep thinking back to last year. I keep thinking about Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson coming off the edge. I keep thinking about, speaking of uh, uh, Bedlam, that's what he created in that game in the in Ohio State backfield. Uh, I'm picking Paris Johnson Jr. Obviously Aiden Hutchinson's not Aiden Hutchinson is not there anymore. That's key in this game. So I'm gonna go with Paris Johnson Jr. being my offensive player of the game because if this offensive line gives CJ Stroud time, there is plenty of fruit to pick uh, in the passing game. I like that pick, Tim. Um, it's interesting. Paris Johnson hasn't given up a Wait a minute. You liked it also because I didn't pick Marvin Harrison Jr., who you're now going to pick. No, not Go even Marv, but two interesting stats is that Paris Johnson hasn't given up a sack since national championship game or last in. Yeah. So it's been over, I guess, what, a season and a half? Yeah. Close to two seasons without a sack. And the other stat is that Marvin Harrison Jr. still doesn't have a drop. So that's pretty crazy. Yes. North of 90 targets, zero drops. But my player of the game on the offensive side of the ball is Cade Stover. I think that 
you know, he talked a lot today about how people thought he was going to maybe have 10 catches. He's the first Ohio State tight end to go over 30 catches or hit 30 catches yep. in, I think, 19 years. It's a position that is sometimes overlooked here just because of how much wide receiver talent there is. I think he's the <laughs> sneaky hero in this one. I think he catches a touchdown pass that, that puts him ahead. You heard what I asked him. I mean, big-time games, man. Tight ends play a, usually play a, play a huge role, and that could definitely be the case with Saturday. Good choice. He also said that he models his game after Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Interesting. You all left me Marvin Harrison Jr. Just book it. I don't right. I don't know what else I really need to say. And there's a there's a an email in my in my inbox right now. Fill out a Bolitnikov Award finalist ballot. Yeah. Uh just just keep that in mind. Okay. That's noted content. Succinct. Defensive Succinct. defensive like player of the game. Uh I talked all about having to bottle up Blake Corum. This defensive line, how great they are, and all of that said, I'm going to go with linebacker Tommy Eichenberg. Um, he talked to us on Tuesday inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center about very simply how he did not play well, or how he said he did not play well against Michigan last year in Ann Arbor. Uh, and I don't expect that to be the case two years in a row, guys. This is a guy who, what, has hand injuries. You know, both both hands. Hands yeah, injuries. Hands injuries yeah. he's not on the hands team i'll tell yeah, exactly. you um and uh this this side of the conversation is just something else I'll unhinged today. oh yeah but uh this is the guy that once again like he has all year put everyone in the position to do their jobs so he can do his which is to make all of the tackles that he does um and so <laughs> i'm gonna go with tommy eichenberg as your uh defensive mvp I'm going to go with JT Tuimoloau, sophomore defensive end, who had in the biggest game they've played so far this year. I don't count Notre Dame in that category because of when they played Notre Dame, and Notre Dame was having trouble even figuring out what he wanted to do on, on offense. Penn State was not having any trouble. JT Tuimoloau had a game record day. He was close. He's been close the uh, last couple of weeks of having a similar afternoon, even at Maryland the other day. When he got that face mask call on that sack where he came off the edge and just took Tuimolo out of the ground, that kind of changed a lot of things, you know. It kind of took the starch out of the defense even a little bit. Uh, he doesn't have that uh, gaff this week. JT Tuimolo out coming off the edge uh, or just making plays, dropping off. He might have one of those two interceptions. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to be a place he's probably not supposed to be at exactly the right time. He'll figure that. Uh, JT Tuimolau, uh, defensive player of the game for Ohio State. Spencer said that JJ McCarthy will have two interceptions. I'm picking this person not because maybe they will be the player of the game, but because I think they need to have a good game is, is Cam Brown. And I think that, you know, even though they don't throw the ball downfield like other teams, especially like Maryland did, Michigan still is probably going to have to throw the ball to win this game. I think Cam Brown's going to be tested. Since returning, he's probably been the best cornerback Ohio State's had. And uh, I think he's going to get tested again. And if, if he plays well, that could go a long way in Ohio State winning. Oh, I want – Oh, go ahead. I want the record to show that I was going to pick Cameron Brown before you said that. And the reason is – that guy tried to fight the whole damn Michigan team last year when no yes. one else was fighting him. <coughs> and he stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with multiple offensive linemen and did not back down. If there's one person that I promise will be mad entering the stadium on Saturday, 
uh, as he walks onto the, the field for the senior presentation, it's Cameron Brown. That guy is going to be on a mission. So I, that's a great pick. Uh, and I wanted to get the fight thing in there. I wonder he, why we didn't get to talk to him this week. He tried to fight. To the game. <laughs> they were they were starting to get their tails kicked, and Cameron Brown was like, "No, ain't gonna happen. I'm I'm fighting." And and that was interesting to watch him do that. Uh, sorry, I got a little animated there. I'm just taking Zach Harrison. Uh, you need to play against Maryland. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you pick Cam Brown? No, I, I said I was going to. I'm oh, not... yeah. Okay. I thought y'all were going double-double. I see what you're saying. No, I was going to. Yeah, you're reinforcing his pick. But Zach Harrison, you need to play against Maryland? Zach Harrison. You need to play against uh, Penn State? JT Tuimola tips it up? Zach Harrison. You need to play uh, against Northwestern? Zach Harrison. The guy is a different player since the bye week. The Iowa game on. He's just been a different player. He's on a mission. Uh, I think last year, at all times, he was thinking about the NFL. I think this year at all times, he is thinking about beating Michigan. Um, it's a guy who almost went to Michigan. Could have been playing in this game uh, or the other team. with the winged helmet. Instead, he's got the Buckeye leaves on his helmet. He's earned all of them. Uh, he's meant a lot to this program. He's taken a lot of crap from Ohio State fans about why he's not Chase Young, why he's not Nick Bosa, why he's not Joey Bosa. Saturday is the chance to just be Zach Harrison. Yep. And to become yeah. Zach Harrison, so somebody else comes into the program and you say, go be Zach Harrison. And believe it, there are NFL teams that are champing at the bit. I just say champion because a lot of people get all upset. Why don't you say chomping? <laughs> champing at the bit to have this guy on their team because they feel like they can do a lot of things with Zach Harrison. As, as big a dude as he is, how fast he is, uh, and like you just pointed out, how disciplined he has been. I'm sorry, man, you, start, you opened it up. but I'm a, How disciplined he has been playing the last several weeks uh, and then getting after it when he has to get after it, he has seemed like a different player. I agree with you 100%. So I'm going to finish the point with this. Like I said, Zach has been through a lot at Ohio State. I'm not asking people to have sympathy for him, but people expected him to be so much more than maybe even Zach thought of himself. And he's finally starting to show when he's just playing as Zach Harrison and not trying to be Chase Young, he can be very, very, very good. Last year on this very show, a couple of new faces on here, I said that legends are made in this game, and that's why I took Bryson Shaw as one of my bold predictions. The second drive of the game, Michigan could have went up 14-0. Bryson Shaw had an interception and took it the other way. Um, if Ohio State would have won that game based on not being down 14-0, Bryson Shaw would have been the legend that was born in that game. And you don't have to be a great player to be a legend. In, in the game, uh, Tim Biakabatuka wasn't the greatest player in the world, but he's a legend in the game. Yep. Zach Harrison has a chance to do that in this game and kind of rewrite the entire book on his Ohio State career for the final time in Ohio Stadium. I really think this is a chance for him to do that. And so I, I got on the soapbox a little bit there, but I've been trying to tell people that Zach Harrison is a great player for a long time, and I think people are finally starting to see it. Saturday is a great uh, megaphone for him to have to be able to do that. Score prediction, man. Well, how do you really feel about Zach Harrison? <laughs> uh, score prediction. I think it's going to be close, um, but the score won't necessarily dictate how in control of this game Ohio State is going to be. So I'm going to go Ohio State 37, Michigan 26. Buckeyes get the win. I'm going to go just straight up. I'm going to go with Ohio State 34, Michigan 21. 
going Ohio State 27, Michigan 23. I think it's going to come down to a, a late game drive. I don't know if it'll be a two minute drive, but I think it's going to be close. <sighs> Been thinking about this for a long time. Uh, well, that I think means your answer should have come like that. No, it's it's crazy to think that we were doing bold predictions for the Notre Dame game, the three of us, uh, not too long ago. Yeah. And now we're already here, um, you know, rolling my sleeves down because I'm a little cold. No, no, uh, no leaves on the Buckeye tree here or whatever trees these are. Yeah, what is it? It's got, uh, it's got, it does have a bird nest in it. I don't know. Uh, so it, it's, I don't want to make a score prediction because it's hard to put yourself out there in a game like this, a lot of fans. But I'm going Ohio State 30, 38, Michigan 27. Uh, I think it's going to be 31-27. And then I, if Ryan Day gets the ball back, I cannot imagine Ryan Day taking a knee in this game. I just can't. And so if there's a chance to add a score late, he's absolutely going to do it. And if Ohio State wins, I, I think that Ryan Day's press conference will be worth watching. That may be true. But Ryan Day, in my opinion, is a much more disciplined coach than he was even a couple of years ago. And Ryan Day, just like at Maryland, like we talked about before that game, Ryan Day, at the end of the day, wants the W, whatever it takes to get the W. I agree. He will be a very, very happy man because he would have gotten vengeance against a team that a lot of people think is as good as it was last year, Michigan, which means if Ohio State wins, it's a much better team than it was a year ago, which basically leads you to knowing this was a hell of a coaching job he did, both from hiring new guys to fix what was wrong last year and also to having his team ready to play, especially in the fourth quarter. There's a lot, so much riding on this game, it's nuts. And just to get that W uh, is going to be enough for Ryan Day. Would he like to hang 100 on him? I think the answer to that is we all know, hell yeah. Uh, you know, Tim, some people were born on third base and think they hit a triple. That's me. Actually, I was born in a rundown between first and second. This bold prediction show right here, an absolute home run. Yeah. I think we showed great toughness. Oh, yeah. I think we've played through the whistle. Uh, I don't think you could call us soft on either side of the ball. Uh, you know, I think I think we could have gone for three, but we went. I think we could have. We couldn't have gone for three, so we went for two. Yep. Uh, you know where I'm going with this. It's the game. It's the rivalry game. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. I absolutely cannot wait to be inside the horseshoe with all three of you on Saturday. Wait a minute. Let me throw one quickie at you. Remember last week, Ohio State scores that touchdown and gets the extra point blocked after they screw up the uh, two point conversion. I do remember attempt. that. Woody Hayes would have loved that play because, as Ryan Day said, that was a swing of three points. What do you think about that? Huh? It was. He was right. I had a great outro set up, Tim. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I care. just thought of that. I yeah. really don't. I don't 50 care. to 14, he would, have, he would like to have scored one more point. I mean, 1968. Enough that's of where this battle, that's where this thing was joined because they went out and got Bo Schimbeckler, and it changed everything about this series. Uh, yeah, it was a nice rivalry up to that point. But the 10-year war is what took it over the top between Woody and Bo, and it continues to this day. These are two crackerjack coaches in their own rights who want to beat the hell out of each other. What more do you need? What more do you need? Uh, we're done with the trash talk. It's been in the, in the making for 12 months. We're done with the, uh, you know, sugarcoating anything. How, you know, are you better than you were last year? Go on the field and prove it on Saturday. Nobody gives a, a, a darn what you said about it. You, you know, it. noon on Fox and in the horseshoe on Saturday, all four of us will be in the horseshoe for that one. Ohio State and Michigan, uh, we're finally through with everything, all the buildup, all the talk, and all the coverage. 
we're also through with Tim singing because that was maybe the best moment of the entire year, unless. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Take us out on that. So for Matt, for Andy, for the 40-year vet Tim May, I am Jess Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the Four Downs Bold Prediction Show from Letterman Row. We will see you in the horseshoe on Saturday for Ohio State and Michigan. Buckle up, folks. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.